Many parents I speak with talk about feeling a certain loss of identity as they become parents. And I think that that might have been really heightened over the past year as things like virtual school and working from home have become commonplace. We've lost connections with people that we love, with our village, with, uh, with the sense of support system. And we've become more and more insulated and isolated and really just keeping up with our tails with regards to housework and work and school and all of the other things. And it can be really, really easy to feel like, who am I? I've lost myself. If that's something that you're experiencing, stay tuned. You're listening to The Parenting Junkie Show, the place to go to love parenting and to parent from love. I'm your host, Avital. Before we get into this episode, I just want to let you know that our Finish Strong Challenge is soon coming to an end, but you can still catch it today over at theparentingjunkie.com forward slash finish strong. We are going to be shifting gears because as a team, The Parenting Junkie is soon going to take an annual vacation. We're going to be going quiet for a little bit of the holiday season. However, what we are going to be offering you is a very exciting new product that we are actually extracting from our Present Play membership. You see, inside of the Present Play membership, every single month we focus on a new theme and members in there get a new guide and a series of videos and live sessions and all the things to help them to create something in their life, right? Creating space, for example, or creating play or creating haven in their homes, creating a sense of village. And this month, December, that's coming up is going to be all about creating vision. Now, why is this so important? Well, because as parents, we are leaders and we need to have a clear vision of what our family stands for, where we're going, what our values are, what our goals are, what our mission is, who we are as a family, what is our vision, what are we driving towards? When you have clear vision, you have so much more clarity on how to make choices, on how to make lifestyle decisions, on how to set boundaries, on which boundaries to set, on how to pursue the right types of relationships. All of that stuff just falls more easily into place because you know what is and is not in alignment with your vision. Now, my guess is you didn't just make your family by some random default process that you never really thought about. Somewhere in the back of your mind or in the in the chambers of your heart, you have a song to sing about the type of family life you envision, the type of family that you're trying to raise and be part of. And if you feel like I do, that at least once a year, you really need to get clarity on that vision. And you know, businesses do this the whole time, right? Businesses have visions for each quarter, visions for the for the next year, they have goals that they set and they communicate that vision and those goals to their teams. We could do that within our families too. We can borrow from that leadership, borrow from that great approach to how to run an organization or a team and apply it to how to run a family. Your family also deserves clarity. You deserve clarity. You should know where you're going so that you can help yourself get there. And that's what we're going to offer you inside of the Create Vision Guide. So usually this would only be available to Present Play members, but we are going to be making this particular package available for purchase, even for non-members, so that you can actually 
take some time for yourself perhaps with a partner there's going to be an option to do it in a short amount of time you can take yourself to a coffee shop or to a park or stick on the TV and do some of this work for yourself uh, or you can really make it a longer process take the night away um, or set up babysitting or whatever it is to be perhaps with your partner and go through this process so that you can align understand what went well and didn't go well this year and set goals for your family for the years to come. We'll talk about your emotional goals, your spiritual goals, your financial goals, time management, division of labor, parenting, all of that juicy stuff is stuff that I want you guys to align on. I want you to really think about, I want you to get practical about, and just putting pen to paper on these things is going to help you so much. So inside the Create Vision Package, you're gonna get videos to guide you, a guide, a PDF guide to guide you, and I'm going to be answering your questions. Those of you who join the Create uh, Vision Challenge, I'm going to be answering your questions on my podcast so I can really help you, <laughs> help you get to the juice of this. Uh, visionary uh, leaders are the ones that can really take their families and teams uh, forward to where they want to go and that's what I think all of us want to create for our families. So you can still catch the finish strong challenge and finish strong for the year but if you're already looking forward to 2021 and thinking how am I going to really create a fantastic year uh, in the year to come and lead well then you're going to want to join us at theparentingjunkie.com forward slash create vision. So let's get back to a feeling about our identities getting a little bit lost as we become parents. So one of the things that I wanna offer you here today, and this is true, as you reflect back on the year that's passed and as you prepare yourself for the vision that you're going to craft for the year that comes, is to start to think about what we really uh, point to when we think about our identities. Many times when people are talking about identity, they talk about quite external and superficial factors, right? They talk about their gender, about their race, about their nationality, their religion, their age, maybe about their vocation, about their hobbies, right? And those are the things that we think make us who we are, right? Like I have one friend who says, well, I always used to dance, in fact, I also say that as well. I used to dance too, and then I don't dance anymore, so I've lost that aspect of my identity, right? Or someone might feel like being a mother is a huge part of my identity. Being, uh, you know, whatever, my, my citizenship, my nationality, my language, um, or maybe my belief systems, right? Like the religion that I aspire to, the political party I'm part of, um, you know, maybe being a peaceful parent or an attachment parent uh, or someone who does EC, maybe these are all parts of your identity. The thing is that life is very <laughs> quickly changes and we adapt and we grow and those labels often mean different things to different people and sometimes we lose our labels altogether, right? Like, well, now we're a parent of young children, but what about when our children fly the coop? Then do we just lose that part of our identity? Or if you used to be a career person, but now you stay home with your children, have you just lost that part of your identity? In some ways, yes, and that can feel like a real loss. But I wanna offer you the way that I like to think about identity, which I think is a little bit of a deeper way of thinking about it and a little bit less 
um, less changeable. It's less something that is at the mercy of external factors, right? Or at the mercy of just time moving on and it no longer being relevant. Like I don't do horseback riding anymore. I'm not a dancer anymore. I can't play basketball anymore. I'm not in that job anymore. I don't have that body anymore. I don't have that bank account anymore. So now suddenly I'm doing all of this and it just feels like there's a huge change to who I am as a person, as it were. All of those things, all of the things that I just talked about are things that describe what we are, right? They they describe what we are, like I am a woman or I am a lawyer or I am a mother or I am someone who has diabetes or I am someone who dances, right? It's what we do or what we are, right? They're labels that are descriptive. Um, and when we stay stuck in that what place, um, that maybe describes what we look like, what we sound like, what we believe in, all of that stuff, um, that can get us a little bit stuck in a superficial level. And then we can get attached to those labels and feel a sense of loss when we, when we lose them or when they change. Also, remember that all of the what labels are endlessly open to interpretation. I often don't feel when people say something like, as a woman, etc, etc, etc. I don't usually relate to that because my experience of being a woman is different, I think, than a lot of people. I don't feel the same about that label. So it's also very limiting when we attach our identities to these one, you know, what descriptors, right? What we are, I am a woman. That often doesn't mean the same to me as it means to other people. And there doesn't seem to be much room for those interpretations within that. So I personally don't choose to particularly attach to being a mother or a woman or a parenting coach or a yogi or a vegan or whatever it is, because those things to me are less interesting, uh, less helpful and less deep when it comes to our identities. If that's the case, then what do I see as a helpful identity? And how is this related to going through tough times or going through challenges or losses? Well, the way that I see identity is not so much what we are or what we do or what we achieve, but instead how we show up. So I think our identity is much more interesting on the internal level of our character or our energy or the personality that we bring, the choices that we make internally. Maybe you could call it our mindset, right? Our vibration, our frequency depending on the language that you choose, if you're more psychological or more spiritual, basically it's the how. How do we show up, right? How do we show up is something that's relevant to ask in any scenario, right? It's like, how do we show up to dancing? And then also, how do we show up to not dancing anymore? How do we show up to parenting young children? And then how do we show up when those young children grow up? If I think about the how and I think about certain values that I want to embody, right? Like maybe I want to embody being kind or compassionate or calm or, um, or uh, empathic or um, strong or anti-fragile or uh, interested or intriguing or all these different things, curiosity, right? Different values that you might hold about how you want to live your life, right? I want to live my life humbly or I want to live it productively or sustainably. Um, there are endless words that you might choose to describe yourself. I think that is a much more interesting um, 
kind of code for us to decode our identities because you can show up with those energies to anything right? You can show up with those energies to the ups, to the downs, to the failures, to the mistakes, to the losses, uh, to the ever-changing aspects of your personality. If I decide that kindness is a big part of my identity, then maybe I can show up with kindness to any scenario, right? To my religion or to my nationality or to uh, my political opinions or to my um, community or to my educational path, right? If I say I'm a homeschooler, right? Then as soon as I'm not a homeschooler anymore because my child decides to go to school or because I need to go get a job and I can't homeschool or because we've moved and uh, or my child's grown up and I'm not homeschooling anyone anymore, then that is a part of my identity I'm attached to and it's very hard for me to then replace it. But if I decide I am a curious person or I'm a lifelong learner or I'm someone who thinks outside the box, then it might manifest in homeschooling right now and it might manifest in a completely different way in the future. I'm not attached to the particular what, but I am attached to the how, to the energy with which I do it. So can we raise ourselves and raise our children to start to tap into how we show up, how we show up to the meal, to the washing the dishes, to the change of plans, to the year, to the uh, holiday, to the shopping, right? To anything that we need to do, to the conflict how we show up, the energy that we want to bring, the type of person that we want to be, the you that you want to be, can that be a lot more about your internal energy that radiates outward, what you shine out into the world, your light, as it were, rather than the particular uh, descriptions of what you are or what you do? How would that influence us as parents? How would that influence the sense that we lost part of our identity? Well, how we show up to quarantine or to isolation or to changes of plans or to overwhelm or, or to illness or to tragedy or to loss, how we show up to these things might be something that we attach to more and that we develop more of and that we care more about rather than the what. And that way we'll feel less attachment and less sense of our identity constantly being swept underneath our feet like a rug. You know, we're just shaken and the earth is suddenly moved. Um, and instead, whatever happens, wherever we land, we always have our internal energy of how we want to approach things, how we want to show up, the energy that we want to bring. If this was helpful for you, then maybe you might want to share it with a friend. I would be so grateful if you do. And head on over to theparentingjunkie.com forward slash finish strong to catch the tail end of our challenge. Head on over to theparentingjunkie.com forward slash create vision during December while we're running our create vision program. I would love for you to feel really visionary and really uh, inspired and just having purpose and direction uh, and an idea that you want to launch into in the new year. Keep on loving parenting and parenting from love. Namaste.